It's the Dubai Property Podcast for news, interviews and market trends. And welcome back to another episode of the Dubai Property Podcast, talking real estate right around the UAE and available on Spotify and Apple and of course wherever you get your podcast from. It's another Saturday morning in Dubai, the international city that continues to break new records with real estate buying and also selling plenty of transactions and the UAE has been a hotspot hasn't it for growth in 2023 but what is likely to happen in 2024 well we don't have long to find out really it's already November the 4th and coming up we have another episode of the Saturday morning property market update Matthew and his team are here and talking of growth I see that Dubai's off-plan property market is witnessing a surge now this is interesting it's a surge in commissions offered to property brokers reaching as high as 15% on bulk deals as competition intensifies now that is according to the reporting by the Gulf News now what is noticeable is that this is an increase from the previous range of 4 to 7% off-plan sales now account, of course, for over 70% of Dubai's property market transactions. What happens in the mindset of these developers is that they're very eager to attract early buyers amid numerous off-plan project launches, prompting them to, you know, offer these higher commissions to brokers. However, large private developers like your EMARs, they continue to provide provide standard single-digit commissions. Now, the lucrative nature of off-plan sales is really a bit of a driver at the moment for real estate agents coming into the Dubai property market, and we'll talk about that in just a moment. It's the Saturday morning property market update. Join us for a deep dive into the world of real estate on the Dubai Property Podcast. And joining us once again this morning on the Saturday morning property market update is Matthew Gregory. And we also have somebody new. We've got Maddie Ward with us. But first uh, to you there, Matthew. I mean, it's pretty interesting. These developers are prepared to pay 15% on these bulk deals to real estate agents. Yeah, I think that is a substantial figure. And I think it would have to be quite some bulk in order to get 15%. I think, as you alluded to, the EMARs and the keels of this world are sticking to their guns single digit, I think, 2 to 3% from EMAR, actually, in some, some uh, development. So to get 15%, which I haven't seen, actually, I think you'd be uh, you'd be looking at a building rather than just uh, three or four units. But I think commissions are going up. And I think they, they tier them quite um, significantly for brokers now. So depending on the number of units you're likely to sell, making it very lucrative, especially in that off-plan play. And as you said, you know, 70% of sales now there or thereabouts is coming from off-plan and 15%, uh, a very bullish figure. Um, I'd like to see who's getting it, but you know, certainly the eights and nines is something that I've seen. 
Yeah, so pretty interesting for sure. And just have a look at that uh, Christmas countdown, Matthew. We are only 51 days until Christmas. And how has the real estate market in Dubai performed in terms of transactions, investments? Well, let's have a look at some of the breakdown over the first nine months of uh, 2023 and what some of the factors you think have contributed to to this growth. If we can carry on the trajectory that we've seen in the last nine months, you know, 36.7% increase in value with a 33.8% increase in the number of transactions compared to the nine months in 2022. You know, that's a staggering number, right? I think that when it's in the 30s in terms of growth, especially as you're coming out the other side of the pandemic, we know that Dubai has been a sort of very robust in the way it's handled that. However, these figures are just, uh, you know, super impressive. You know, the number of real estate transactions is over 100,000, 116,000 real estate transactions. You know, the numbers are certainly something that I think, you know, from a global perspective, puts Dubai on the map. And I think that this will continue now as we head into, as you've quite rightly mentioned, what is those last 51 days of the, the year till Christmas? And we're really driving on to make sure that we head into 2024, um, you know, with, uh, with significant growth in front of us as well. Yes, indeed. And let's have a look at some of the key factors that have contributed to the recent growth and the resilience of the Dubai real estate market. And and how is the market's future really looking? Well, let's look into the future and let's come to you, Maddie. What growth do you think we can expect to see? I think we'll continue to see more of the same. I think the government have put a lot of plans in place. They've done a good job of positioning themselves on the the global stage. There's a lot of draw to the destination. And obviously the real estate growth is linked to the population, which is just continuing to increase quite rapidly. Um, I think there's predictions of another kind of 15% growth next year. Um, So just continuing in the same direction, and that'll be both residential and commercial. I think obviously they predicted that we're going to hit 5.5 million by 2030. So everyone's got to live somewhere. (laughs) That's true. And they're moving here, aren't they? Have you been surprised this year? I, myself included, I think a lot of people are coming kind of increasingly despondent in their own countries with whether it's politically or cost of living. And like I said, Dubai are doing a very good job of positioning themselves. You know, it's a very attractive prospect out here. You've got lack of income tax, fantastic lifestyle, a lot of benefits with different visa applications. Now, Maddie, I like to ask uh, real estate agents, particularly new ones that are coming on to the Saturday morning property market update, what are some of your friends at the moment in the UK market uh, telling you in terms of are they eyeing Dubai? Is Dubai starting to look a little bit more attractive at the moment? I think so. I think the case for myself, as I've just said, like just increasingly despondent with increase in taxes, cost of living, the weather's a massive one. But real estate in the UK has kind of slowed down a little bit as things were feeling kind of less affordable. So, of course, it does make you look elsewhere. Yeah, thanks for that, Maddie, because uh, I'm not surprised uh, that people are starting in the UK to, to look at Dubai. Now, somebody else that is looking at Dubai is Eldar, because Eldar has decided to, to move into Dubai. So what is the significance of Eldar's entry into the Dubai real estate market? And what strategies is the company employing to, to meet the growing demand for residential properties in 
in Dubai's suburban areas. Well, let's throw to you, Matthew, because no doubt this is an interesting talking point. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's nice to uh, to move away from Palm Jebel Ali and talk about something new that's really taken the news here. The launch itself, where you could buy it, was this Tuesday. Um, and from what I can hear, it was sold out as per most projects from these big developers in a matter of hours. And I think that it really is something that, uh, you know, that has taken particularly this region here, by not, not by shock, because I think that Aldar are obviously a huge developer, but to come in and build what is a community here called Haven, and it's not just a building, you know, there's like over 2,400 homes and apartments that are going to be built on this huge plot of land. You know, they've also launched at the same time something in Ras Al Khaimah as well. So res branded residences from Nikki Beach as well as a beach club. So it wasn't just Dubai, it was Ras Al Khaimah as well. So they really are stretching their wings with regards to the developments. But to come into Dubai is big news. I'm a little bit surprised, to be honest, that it has taken Aldar as long as it has for them to decide to let's go into into Dubai. Really, the money would have been on them probably coming into the market a few years earlier. I think absolutely. I think if it wasn't for the pandemic, we would have probably seen it, like you say, a few years earlier. But I think now is the right time. You know, they launched 600 units the other day. So what's that? So we'll call it 25%, 20% of the total. And again, sold out in a matter of minutes. And I was looking at the breakdown. I think that 70% of the buyers are are clearly not from this region. Uh, So investors coming in, again, buying multiple, giving them an opportunity to, once it's launched which is what, 2027, so we're talking quite a while away. From the renders I've seen, it looks fantastic, certainly somewhere where I would look to live. If it, was, uh, if it looks like that, it'd be, it'd be amazing. Yes, well, they have decided to get into the Dubai property market and the Dubai Metro expansion. Let's talk about this, uh, Maddie, because the RTA plans a new 30k multi-billion dollar blue line. The upcoming Dubai Metro blue line is going to serve to bridge the existing red and green lines, covering a total of 30k. So Tell us a little bit about this, particularly people that might not know what we're talking about here. Yeah, so as we've already touched on, obviously population is growing rapidly. I don't think it's news to anyone that the road system's struggling with that a little bit. So the Roads and Transport Authority have issued this tender. Um, so the blue line link, if you said, will link, will link the red and green lines. Um, they are looking at about 30 kilometres. Over half of that will actually be underground. And they have said, I think it's seven or nine stops, one of which will be iconic. Well, of course, this is Dubai, so there's got to be something iconic in there. But I think what's most exciting about it is actually the the areas of Dubai that it's going to start linking. Um, so the likes of like JVC, Damak Hills, Barsha, um, all with Al Maktoum Airport as well. So a lot more connections throughout the city, um, which I think will be really positive, open up a lot more real estate options. So it's very exciting. You know, from a real estate agent's point of view, how often do you get the question asked about rail with regard to infrastructure? Because investors, they know they're pretty smart when it comes to metrification, because that's that's actually a name which is associated with infrastructure when it comes to rail. If you can follow the metrification, chances are that you're probably investing wisely. Is that a question that you get asked? 
Yeah, definitely. Um, I work in leasing. So a lot of my kind of tenants inquiries, they all mention kind of road network or traffic or metro station. We have a lot of people asking to be close to a metro station. And by close, they mean kind of within a five to 10 minute walk, because in the summer, you don't want to be walking any further than that. So yeah, this will be really positive. Like I said, it'll open up areas that aren't currently anywhere near a metro station. So do limit people who drive. So yeah, it will have a big impact, I think, on tenants, their choices. And like you say, investors, I think, will be looking at those places along those those new lines. Yes, without a doubt, they will definitely be doing that. All right, so let's go to you, Matthew, because I want to talk about the golden visas, which are now easier to get with a $2 million bank deposit. And you can also reevaluate the property that you, you might own. If it's worth over 2 million dirhams, then in that new valuation, you can apply for the golden visa whereas before and I didn't know this it was only what was on the title deed on the property side you know people's houses have seen a lot of appreciation in value well you need two million dirhams of equity in the home you know as villa prices this year alone have gone up by about 30 percent people are now starting to get valuations on the back of their home they've lived in they may not have had two million in equity in it before but over the last 12 months may have seen a steady increase in its value and now able to get a revaluation in order to prove that they can have two million dirhams worth of equity in that property. So, so yes, it's very, um, you know, it's a positive move. People are, you know, looking to get that golden visa. It's, it's a great thing to have. It means you can come and go in Dubai without necessarily having the, the sort of the six month rule, which most of us um, have, which means you can't be out the country for more than six months. This one, you can come and go over that 10 year period. So again, you know, forward thinking from the government opportunity to really give more people that, that chance to settle down, you know, feel comfortable, give themselves an opportunity to to actually, uh, you know, call to buy their home as opposed to being an expat. So again, very forward thinking from the government and I'm sure it'd be well received by lots of people out there. Yes, and Maddie, I guess if you look at pre-COVID, there would have been people that would have been hoping to get a golden visa, but they just didn't qualify. You know, their property might have been sitting around that 1.5 million, 1.6. And then post-COVID, suddenly you're good if you can reevaluate your your property, you get the, the golden visa. I mean, this will be welcome news for a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely. Like Matt says, it is the the value of the equity, not the value of the property. But as long as they've got that two million dirhams in equity, then they would qualify for the golden visa. I think it's very attractive. It's the simplicity of it that I think appeals to a lot of people as well. Like Matt said, if you're actually not looking to invest in property, you've now also got this option of just putting two million dirhams in an, an investment fund and leaving it there for two years. So it's very a very attractive prospect, I think. And again, it will just help to generate that interest in bringing more people to Dubai. All right. Well, that kind of wraps up our Saturday morning property market update. Uh, Maddie, thanks for coming on to the show. It's the first time that we've spoken to you. Can I just ask you before I let you go, how has your year for 2023 been uh, in terms of real estate and what you're seeing out there? 
So I have not been in Dubai for the whole of 2023. I'm still relatively new to the city, um, but I love it. So far, my career is going quite well. Obviously, there's been a huge amount to learn, lots of regulations, but a lot of differences between the UK and Dubai. But it's it's fast paced. It's exciting. And I'm really looking forward to seeing what 2024 will hold. Yeah, you and me both. Well, thanks for coming on today. Really appreciate it. And we will no doubt talk again. Thanks very much. You too. Bye. And likewise, Matthew, enjoy your weekend, whatever you're up to, and another busy week uh, the other side probably awaits. Yeah, absolutely. I'll look forward to downing tools for the next 48 hours and then get back at it on Monday. But you have a good weekend. We dive deep into topics like buying, selling, investing and maximising your property's value. From mortgage advice to the latest property data and trending numbers, your real estate journey starts here. What are the prevailing trends in the current sector and what risks are associated with a potential cyclical reversal? And I can't believe I'm actually saying reversal. <laughs> yes, no, our expectation now is that over the next, say, 12 to 18 months, um, there will be a slowdown. So it's a, it's a relatively mild uh, scenario. We're not talking about, uh, you know, sector collapse, but we think uh, demand will slow down a little bit and there could be some correction the prices that have really hit a high level. You know, as you know, this, the year has been very strong. We're still talking on a full year basis of a price increase of up to 18% uh, percent on, on the average for the market. But we we still, you know, see some, uh, some risks because we're reaching the previous peak levels and we see some increasing traction in smaller units, which sort of suggests that, you know, the properties are becoming more expensive. Unlock the secrets of real estate and stay informed about the latest real estate buzz with hot market trends, emerging suburbs and hidden gems. The skyline is constantly changing, growing and expanding. The Dubai Property Podcast for all things real estate.